This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yes, good evening. Welcome to the Leicester City Fan Zone. It's a special show tonight. We've got Richard Stearman, ex-Leicester City player, joining us very shortly. Get your views in, get your comments in, get your questions in, whether you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, Periscope or wherever. Let us know what you'd like to ask Richard Stearman. Yeah, good evening and welcome to a special edition of Leicester Fan TV, where we will be joined by Richard Stearman to introduce him. Here is Jamie, all the way from the Fox's Arms. Hey, Hi, Jamie. How is everyone? How are you, Phil? You all right? How's it going? Good. Yeah, very good. Jamie, you go on right? and introduce us to well, Richard Stearman. We, well, yeah, as we all say, we've got Richard Stearman on tonight. Uh, he signed professional forms in October of 04, but he was in the academy to start off with for, I think, two or three years before that, maybe even a bit longer. Uh, he left in 2008 to go to Wolves. He could play either right-back or centre-back. Uh, he made his debut at 17. He actually had three managers in his first year, Mickey Adams, Dave Bassett and Craig Levine. Um, he used to be very good on the ball and he used his height at set pieces very well. He scored, he, he scored. He played 130 games and he had a knife for goal. He got, so I think we ought to bring him on. Absolutely. Here is Richard Stearman. Good evening, Richard. Oh. Hello. Hi, guys. Evening, Richard. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you for having me on. You okay? Not a problem. Much appreciated. Much appreciated. You've got to bring Chappie in as well. We've got Chappie yeah. there somewhere. Yeah, well, we I'm just sitting backstage enjoying the show, to be quite honest. <laughs> oh, he's, he's having a beer already. That's <laughs> naughty. Right. Very, very professional. Right. Right. Shall I start it off, then? Yeah, yeah. let's go for it. Right. Richard, when you came through from the academy, when you first started to play for Leicester, what was the feeling like? You'd been in the academy and you got your first team debut. What was it like being 
from the academy because you had before you, you had Heskey and Piper and then after you, you had Andy King as well. I think it was there about the same time as you. So what was the feeling like when you played your first couple of games for Leicester? Well, it, it was a dream come true. I, I started in the academy uh, from 10 years old uh, and it's all I ever wanted to do was, was pull on a Leicester City shirt. And uh, yeah, it was like I said, it was a dream come true. I progressed through through the years, um, through through the age groups. And and yeah, I was lucky enough to, to get my debut at a young age and, and continue on from there. Because also as well, I mean, do you class yourself as a Leicester lad? Even though, I mean, I think you were born in Wolverhampton, weren't you? Do you, do you actually class yourself as a Leicester lad now? I'd, I'd say so. I think between the both, certainly. When when uh, uh, I was obviously born in Wolverhampton, moved moved to Leicester at four. Um, you know, I, gr I grew up in the area and and got picked <clears> up by Leicester at ten years old. That was that was the team I was I was supporting. That was who I was following. And and yeah, so like I say, it was a dream come true to to play for Leicester City and 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 managed to make my debut. Richard, so when you, you scored that, <laughs> oh, so, sorry, it was just mentioned that you supported Leicester. Do you still support Leicester, or do you have a, do you have another team? Uh, between them and Wolverhampton, they're my they're my two teams. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say I'm I'm an I'm an avid I'm an avid sort of football fan. Uh, I know there's a lot of diehard supporters, yes. but um, yes, yeah. they're certainly the two teams that um, you know are, are, that I favour the most and that that I look for for the results, uh, the first results that come up and. And yeah, it's great to see them both doing well. <clears throat> okay, I'm so going to get some, two I'm, yeah, I'm going to get some questions in, in a minute, Jamie, from the fans. Um, but you yeah, fire I was going to say, away, yeah, you fire so away, having, there, Jamie. So having two nil-nil draws this season helped you out a bit, then, didn't it? You didn't have to cheer for either yeah. side. <laughs> exactly, it meant I could sit on the fence a little bit. I, I actually did the, <laughs> the commentary for uh, for the first one at the walk at um, the King Power. So uh, it was great for to see both teams Radio Leicester or for Wolverhampton Radio Wolverhampton. I did it for Radio Wolverhampton. Radio Wolverhampton yeah. So you tried to keep a little bit biased then, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've got pipes, haven't we? We've no, got I was pipes. very neutral. Well, I'm yeah, neutral. we've got pipes in the other one. You can't take pipes' job, can you? Oh, yeah. He wouldn't like that. <laughs> He's doing uh, what I was going to say is in that first season, I think it was your third or your fourth game, you scored your first goal. And being like a proper Leicester fan at that time, Leicester, you must have been absolutely over the moon, especially at 17. Scoring your goal at 17... You must of have been course, over yeah. the moon. It was, it was amazing just to be even involved, never mind score a goal. To, to be in and around the first team at such a young age, there was a, there was a few of us at the time. Uh, yeah, to, to be able to play, to start, um, and, and yeah, to score a goal, wow. Uh, all my family were there. Uh, I think a lot of the academy boys were, were behind the dugout watching. Um, so yeah, it was it was an amazing feeling. And, and yeah, one, in the, one I wanted to continue to, to have. Yeah, you, you think according to the, your uh, your players' player of the year awards, is that right? You won in two thousand seven to two thousand eight with Leicester. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I won a, f a few. I think I won three on the bounce. Uh, young player or young professional of the season. Um, a couple of players, players as well, which is amazing. Obviously, uh, to be recognised by your by your fellow fellow professionals and, yeah, and yeah. the fans. It's, yeah, it's um, something you, you know. I'm, I'm very proud of. Okay, Richard, I'm going to get a few uh, comments in from some of the fans here. Um, Ross Convershoy Howard has put, uh, what was it like on the pitch the day that we got relegated to League One? Yeah, de devastating. One of, one of the worst uh, moments in, in my career, certainly. I, uh, I think Stoke were getting promoted at the same time. So they, they pitch invaded 
uh, they were obviously jubilant and we were devastated. I, I, uh, I, I cried in the dressing room uh, knowing that obviously Leicester had been relegated, but probably that, that could potentially be my, my time was up at Leicester. I might have to, I might be moving on because of the relegation and, and yeah, it's, it's one I, I, um, you know, I look back on and it's, it was a tough day and, and one was very disappointing at the time. Was that was that just your feeling that you might be going, or was it a feeling in the club that they might have to release a few people because they were going down? I, th- I think just in general, teams that get relegated lose players, and and at the time, Leicester didn't didn't quite have the the money that they that they enjoy now, and and um, money was possibly going to need to be coming in to to keep keep the club keep yeah. the club going. Yeah, um, and as a yeah. saleable asset, I, I thought that potentially that um, you know I might be one that needed needed to leave, and that that proved to be the case. Well, the club's moved on a lot since you were yeah. there. Um, you know, you know, we've now got the King Power brand in, and uh, to be honest with you, they're very ambitious right now with some of the training facilities that are incoming. Um, what do you make of the club now? Now, you know, ten years or so on from leaving. Well, it's worlds apart, isn't it, from from the time I had there. I think I was there for 10 years and um, the amount they've improved uh, both on and off the pitch is incredible. It's great to see as a, as a, as a fan, um, you know, it can only be a positive thing. And, and yeah, you mentioned the, the training ground, the the, um, the plans look very impressive. Um, you know, I wish I wish <laughs> they were there when, when we were there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's great to see the club evolving and moving forward at such a, a, a rapid pace and, 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 they continue to be doing the, the business on the pitch as well. So uh, it bodes for a very positive future for Leicester City. It, it does. Just one last, oh, on. Just yeah, one on last thing on the, on the Stoke game. I know we keep going back to this, but I've always wondered this. When you're actually playing and you're in that kind of situation, do you know what the other scores... What Because, I mean, we're watching it on TV. Well, I was watching it on TV. And we could see the scores, so we knew what was happening, that we were, we were staying up, then we were going down, and then we were staying up and then going down. Do you actually can tell by this the crowd what's going on, or do you just try and blank yeah, that definitely. out completely? Yeah, yeah. You you obviously get a feel from the crowd as to to what's needed uh, or what's not, and um, you know from from information from from the side, um, potential substitutions coming on. So we we knew we needed to we needed goals. We knew we, we had to score, and and unfortunately it, it didn't come. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, like you say, it was a, you know a real dark day for for myself personally. Um, but yeah, it's, it is what it is. It's football, isn't it? Um, Richard, well, yeah. yeah, it is. Um, I've got a couple of questions for you, uh, both the same questions, but from two different people. So I'll mention them both. Carlos and uh, Danny Higgins have both asked you who was the best Leicester player that you played alongside? Best player I played alongside, um. Tough one. There were some, there were some very good ones. I think probably prior to to me breaking into the team, I think the the Premier Premier League era uh, and the fallout from that, there were some very very good players that um, you know I, I certainly trained alongside and managed to play alongside. Um, someone who uh, did very well for me personally, two players actually, uh, Dion Dublin, who um, you know sort of moved back towards centre half. Uh, in the latter stages of his career, certainly at Leicester as well, uh, he used to to help me a lot, and so did uh, Martin. Nice, Keown. nice guy, nice guy, by the way, Dion. Nice guy, Made yeah, very, very nice, very nice. 
um, yeah, Martin Keown as well, who I think he only maybe had one year, one season with us, but um, he yeah. was someone yeah, he had half, so I yeah. learned, learned quite a lot of, lot from in terms of um, doing doing extras. And he always used to pull me aside after training and, and um, you know, improve my game personally. And uh, that was something I was very thankful for. I was, I was lucky that I had quite a lot of centre-halves, actually, that, that helped me along the way. Matt Elliott being another one um, who, who, you know, they looked after me, could yeah. see potentially me and wanted yeah. to help and, and improve, improve me along the way. And it's something that I've taken on um, personally myself uh, and try and be a good senior pro and help, help younger lads, certainly in my position, because um, I had that treatment and I, I really valued it as well. Yeah, I'm thinking of That's some good. of the names that you must have seen yeah, yeah. You know, through the yeah, time. Yeah. You must have, you know, gone through the the Steve Walshes, the Muzzy Is It's you know, it's 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 mad to think of the the players that you've seen and come and go. Um, there was a question earlier on by one of the fans was, what you know, when Leicester won the Premier League, where was your mind at at the time? Because obviously, there's <laughs> if you were still part of the club, you know, being an academy boy, because Andy King's been there for years. Yeah. You know, how how did you feel about Leicester winning the Premier League? loved it loved it as as um you know an ex leicester player um you know i was i was desperate them for to, for them to get over the line yeah uh, first and foremost but I, I obviously have um friends and people still at the club so andy king being one of them a lot of staff still there that um you know i was i was there with so yeah i was i was desperate for them to 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 get over the line and and what an achievement and yeah that'll certainly go down in history and obviously i'm playing with with andy now again at huddersfield yeah. my current team um so it's great to be back in the dressing room with him and and reminisce about the old times and, <laughs> uh, and yeah i'm really enjoying really enjoying being alongside him again and and danny simpson's there as well isn't he yeah he is danny yeah so someone i didn't play with at leicester but um yeah, someone who I does know it, quite well. Does Daddy anyway. Simpson come in with his with his Premiership medal on most week <laughs> most weekdays at training, just like he does with Jamie Carragher? He had a bit of a he had a bit of a spat with Jamie Carragher, didn't he? Yeah, it's photos time. I didn't yeah, want to be worn. I'd really I'd really enjoy it if he did, but no, no, he doesn't. Unfortunately, I might I might message him and get him to do it next time we go, we go back in. Right. Um, also, there was a question. I've just seen a question. Yeah. Here. Who who asked it? Uh, we had Conrad Logan on the other week. You you must have Conrad was there at the same time as you, wasn't he? Yes, he was. He was in the age group above me. Um, so he probably joined at 15, 16 and had a good four or five years together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we asked him about what the training was like under Martin Allen. How did you get on with that? Because he was there. He was like your, <laughs> set, uh, what year was that? It would have been your last year, wouldn't it? And once you tell us, I'll tell you what his yeah. answer was. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had Mad Dog on and it was an interesting... Yeah, Mad, Mad Dog. Yes. It certainly well, yeah, it was... to his name. I, th I think he, uh, it was certainly interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, Conrad said different. Different, different, yeah. I mean, it's not something <laughs> I've experienced too much of. Uh, although Ian, Ian Holloway was quite quite different as well, but um, yeah, oh, both, yeah, both cut Gosh. from a, both cut from a different cloth. Yeah. Those two, but um, yeah, it's certainly, certainly interesting. Oh right, there we go. Interesting <laughs> and different. Mad dog. It, yeah. Interesting and different. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll um, get many more. <laughs> come on pull yourself together chappy be oh, professional okay so um, right. oh, where, were, where was i so uh how would I'll you go i'll go i'll go so how would you improve this current lesser side asks reese taylor um i'm not so i'm not 
I don't think we can. It's about sort of trying to retain and maintain what what they've got is yeah. is um is the key i think they've got an incredible manager first and foremost and i think they've got a lot of good young talent uh, certainly english talent as well that they need they need to keep hold of if they if they want to continue to progress i think that's the that's the key for leicester city is not so much um you know where they're going to improve it's it's just keeping hold of what they've got and and trying to trying to add to that and and with this manager in charge i think he can he can certainly progress what what there is there currently and, and make leicester city a real force yeah uh, well I, I think we're a cracking side like you say I, i'm yeah. just a little worried we get picked apart like you know like southampton did with liverpool and and a few other teams i'm just worried that we're going to lose some of our key players like Madison and Chilwell. Um, but moving on, uh, where was that question? What Phil just popped up? Joey Good Johnson. When yeah. Joey Good Johnson scored that goal from the halfway, I think it was yeah. against Hull. Were you playing that oh, game? Oh, yeah, it was, it was cracking goal, that game. Yeah, I think I was. What was your right reaction? Back. Incredible. Joey, Joey had a hammer foot in, in training every day. He would score powerful goals. If you, he, he was on your side in five a side, you give him the ball, he'd shoot from <laughs> all over. So for, for him to to try something like that probably wasn't too much of a surprise for the players because he had such a powerful shot, sh- such a, a sweet, pure strike. Yeah. And um, and yeah, it's one of those when he hits it, you're like, oh, no, 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 don't hit it. Don't hit it. Oh, <laughs> well played. Great goal. Did, did it goes almost, almost like in. slow motion. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it was, wow. It's incredible. And, and, and yeah, um, I'm not sure what the result was that day, but oh, uh, I think you won three goal. two. I think it was three two. There's loads okay. of goals. Well, well, I think we definitely go. won. I think it was, I'm sure it was three two. Uh, I was going to ask. You're talking about Joey Good Johnson. T- who was the actual joker in the pack when you yeah. were there? Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, <laughs> Andy Meadows has asked that. <laughs> yeah, who was the joker in the pack? There's got to be someone that's with a, a good class rib. There's always someone. Yeah, it's got to be some. <laughs> I, th- I think when um, when I was sort of coming through, we had a a group of of young academy lads, myself, Alan Sheehan, James Weslowski, Louis Dodds, uh, Conrad Kingy, and we all sort of used to knock around together. So, um, in terms of jokers, you know, <laughs> we didn't we didn't too much um, socialise with the older lot. We we were very young at the time. These were grown yeah. men. They got families. Uh, they lived away from from us. We were all sort of in, in Leicester City Centre, um, you know, playing at playing at the club, etc. But um Paddy Kisnorbo used to live not far from us. So he we used to to knock about with him quite a bit and he was he was a funny guy. So I'd go with Paddy. <laughs> so <laughs> go on, know that. I didn't think Australia I didn't think Australians were that funny to be honest. <laughs> no, he's quite dry. Uh, <laughs> he was a, he was a good neighbour though. He used to look after us. Uh, yeah. Mark Coleman says, when, did you foresee well, Sheffield United uh, under Wilder doing as well as they have with what you being part of their promotion team? I think um, it wasn't a surprise so much that they were comfortable in the Premier League. It was potentially a surprise exactly how well they were doing and, and being at the, the top end rather than sort yeah. of hovering around the middle and the lower part. Um, they, or they or we did fantastically well last season um, and took the championship by storm really. And yeah, the Blades are brilliant. Isn't system it? that system that teams really struggled with. And um, yeah, there was, it was, it was certainly going to be, um, you know, a tough ask for, 
for that team to to step into the Premier League and and and, and thrive again. But they've done exactly that. They've added a few players and and but kept a core of of the team that have been in League One actually and got through League One's Championship to the Premiership and and that core team of of you know gone again and done really well again. Yeah, you it look, just shows how yeah. well our yeah. um, win against Sheffield United was. Because I don't yeah. think anybody's beaten. I think we might be, maybe Liverpool, I'm not sure. Uh, we were the only team for ages to beat them. It just shows how well Sheffield United have done. For us to go there and win 2-1, even though it was Arby was that the, storming well, yeah, goal. Yeah, that was a storming goal, wasn't it? It was a Absolutely yeah, no, storming was... goal. What do you I make did, of Harvey um, Barnes, I... Richard? What do you make of Harvey Barnes while we're on the subject? On Harvey, yeah. I mean, uh, last season when he was on loan at West Brom, uh, he went back to Leicester in, in January, didn't he? Yeah, um, yeah, quite. Yeah, or was that? It was on the yes, club show, yeah. wasn't it? We, it was on, yeah, no, it was on, back. It yeah, yeah. Kill brought him back. Yeah, I mean, we were delighted as uh, Chef United that he got brought back because he was <laughs> he was really tearing the league apart, wasn't he? He was doing really well for West Brom at the time, and we were we were thankful that um, Leicester brought him back. Um, on to, to Leicester be, beating uh, Chef U at, at the start of the season, they um. I did the, the commentary quite a few times for Leicester this year, certainly in the cup games. And I was saying there that Leicester were the best team that I'd, I'd seen at, at Bramwell Lane all season. Yeah. Um, and, and that was including all, all the big the big hitters. Liverpool um, were poor, just managed to, to sneak a 1-0. But Leicester were, were very good. And uh, like I say, the best team that I, I witnessed at, at Bramwell Lane this season. Um, and yeah, they just had they just had attacking threat and... and Madison Tavardi just seemed to work fantastically yeah, yeah. well, and, and you got you got Barnes, you got you got threats all over the pitch, and and they just had that, had that know how how to how to win games and, and nullify um, Sheffield United's threat. Do you think Harvey will uh, eventually get into the England side? Do you think he's that? I good? hope so. He's certainly yeah. he's certainly got that potential, and he's got that that raw speed to to go past players, and um, you know he's he's. He's got um, end product as well, um, which is which is so key, uh, and and yeah, fingers crossed he can continue to 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 rise up uh, and and progress and and be getting the England squad hopefully. Yeah, bit of a Jim, bit of an old school bit of an old school question now. A bit like my shirt, I think it's from your time. <laughs> I think it's a bit. I'm not going any higher because it's a bit. It, it's a bit tight now. It's about 13 years old, so I'm not going any higher than that. That's it. When when you were at school, who did you? When you were playing at, on the park or when you were playing for the juniors, who did you pretend to be when you were actually practising or messing about at school? Yeah, like aspire to be almost. If I've got me, uh, if I've got my Leicester hat on, then I would have gone with Matt Elliott. And, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily enough, I, I managed to, um, you know, train and play alongside Matt. But um, outside of that, it would have been Rio Ferdinand. I sort of loved the way he played, how comfortable he was on the ball. Um, yeah, so it, it'd be... Between the two, between the two. And did you always want to be a defender or was that moment, oh, I want to go up front and get the glory or did you always want to stop goals? No, I, I, I don't think many defenders want to be defenders. Everyone <laughs> wants to be a striker, don't they? <laughs> I'm a goalkeeper. Yeah. But <laughs> we you, you, you don't look like a goalkeeper, Chappie. You look start. like a striker to me. Don't start, don't start. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, this was, uh, I think someone put this in on, on YouTube comments. Um, VAR, you, you've experienced oh, VAR yourself. Um, come on, is, is it really necessary? Do we need to get rid? Is it doing its job? Does it need improving? What's your take on VAR? 
oh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I mean, it's sometimes the it's FA good, are not watching, so you're all right. Yeah, don't worry. It's uh, it's it's a tough one because my experience of it with Sheffield United, I think they've got one of the worst, um, you know, turnover rates yeah. for, for goals. I think um, so they've experienced quite a lot of negative stuff with VAR. So uh, my opinion might be swayed a little bit there, <laughs> but um, I think it's some of the some of the goals disallowed for for handballs and. I don't know. It, it, the interpretation needs needs looking at. I think for me, um, we've got a referee for a reason. I think I yeah. think he needs help in terms of he needs Big to time. he needs to take control himself a little bit more for me, and and maybe look at the video monitors and um, you know he's the man in charge. He should be he should be making the decisions with with help from his from his assistants. And then yeah, if there's something he's blatantly missed, um, then yeah, go to wherever it is that's watching the, the, the screens and and they can point it out. Um, but I think, you know, it, football's amazing for so many reasons. And one of it is uh, the controversy that it, that it does cause. And I think, um, you know, it, it'd be a detriment to the game if we take too much of that away. And, and I think that the referees need to sort of take control a little bit more themselves rather than palm it off to someone else, um, you know, that's miles away. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of kills the, uh, the 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 fans in the ground. I'm sure you've noticed the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, you know, it does. It does because yeah. there's too much waiting and there's not enough information given to us as fans in in the ground. I'm, you know, I sit in the cop right at the back, looking at screens, waiting for some sort of information, and we're just silent. You can't you can't cheer, you can't celebrate. There's just nothing. Does that reflect on the pitch? Yeah, certainly. I think you see now boys don't know whether to, to celebrate or not and then and then you'll get the psychological turnover of if it's, if it's disallowed the other um the other supporters are cheering that that uh, you know it's just it's all a bit false um you're taking the, the fun and the jubilation out of goal scoring and yeah and you know what it what it is and what what makes us love football so much so um yes yeah, it certainly needs looking at a little bit more and and hopefully we can get it right in the future We've um, we've mentioned Matt Piper a couple of times. He's actually watching, and he's just gone a upstairs. What a lad, top man! <laughs> um, yeah, good oh, was that that FSD good one? Yeah, yeah, that's FSD. Yeah. I think that's Pipes' academy. Um, he's what good I, lad. Pipes. What I'd like to know is you played for, like, say, you left us. You went to Wolves, Sheffield United, Ipswich. I can't remember. Did you actually come back to Fil- Filbert Street? Sorry, did you come back to the Walkers, Stoke King Power, any time to play with one of those clubs at the King Power? And what did it feel like? You know you what? Did? No, no, I didn't. Oh, I didn't until, oh, wow. Until about, no, it's mad, isn't it? I, I think um, when I left, it just worked <clears> out that <throat> I was in different leagues for, for a while. When I, when I left to join Wolves, Wolves got promoted that season. Leicester in League One got promoted. Um, then as uh, I think we had one season in the championship together and then yeah. Leicester went up. And yeah, and yeah so I think I, I, only, I only played against them uh, Leicester was they were away every time uh, up until about two years ago Sheffield United drew yeah. Leicester in, in one the, of the cup games yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd been I'd been a regular for the whole season I was like I was praying <laughs> for this draw I was praying <laughs> for it it came out I was I was celebrating I was messaging everyone right I'm going back let's get some tickets you know it's like it's going to be amazing you know what's going to happen and I was on the bench I was like he put me oh, on the bench oh no did you get and to he, play and I didn't get on I no, didn't get on. no, I didn't oh, get on. I was oh. devastated. Honestly, I was so I remember, oh. um, <laughs> I remember I you scored the winner for Wolves. Yeah, I scored the winner for Wolves. I tried not to so, celebrate. Yeah. 
Did you, or did you just give it? Oh, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> Gave it a little fist pump, but only after about five or ten <laughs> seconds. I couldn't hold it down. I don't score that often, so it just bubbled up. But You um, scored 11 for Leicester. Yeah, that's not respectful. too bad for a defender. You scored a few for yeah, Sitter. That's I'm, not bad. I think I was I was more of a marauding right back in those days for Leicester, wasn't I, when, when I was coming through. So I managed to get forward quite a bit and on the end of stuff. So Didn't you get one so cancelled? Yeah, you, 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 you did get one cancelled by VAI yourself, didn't you? Is that right? Or have I got that wrong? No, no, I didn't. No, because it wasn't in the champion. It wasn't in the championship last year, was it? No, it wasn't. Not in, in the, it wasn't it in the championship. It's only come in this year. Oh, right, you okay. get confused, Chappie. In your old age, no, too much someone, work. Someone's put it in the comments. So I'm not sure if they've got the right players or. No, they've not. But any, no, anything, anything else? Anything else, Jamie? Before we wrap well, up think, on the, on the usual. Ought, I think we ought to ask Stearman. Richard, sorry, Stearman. Richard, um, how would you? This is the question we always ask. The last yeah, question. We, yeah. How would you end the Premiership this year? Yeah. Would you void it? Would you carry on behind closed door? What would you do? Good question. Um, ideally, we'd like to finish it, but it's just it's going to be tough logistically in terms of um, how is it going to be safe? Are we are we taking away uh, possible tests from people who need them more? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm reading stuff that would might um centralize it at, at um st george's park and try and get all the teams there and and get it polished off there but it's who knows it's, it's, yeah yes i de- ideally yes finish it off only if it's safe and we, we're not going to know that for how long how long do we wait sure, how long yeah. do we wait until until it becomes impossible to to really do it it becomes too much i mean um we're meant to be back in training as of the middle of next month, uh, we're going to need a couple of weeks to get up and running again. And then you're talking about nine, ten games in a month, two months um, before the contracts start running out and, and the legal minefield that that's going to um, produce. Oh, yeah, so just a bit. It's, oh, man. It's, it's, a t- it's a tough one, isn't it? Uh, who, who, I don't ask. It's hard to answer. <laughs> how, 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 are you, finish yeah, yeah. Yeah. how are you, how are you coping? Yeah, how are you training? Oh, yeah, yeah. How, are you, how are you training yeah. at home? How's that, how's that work? Um, oh, I'm, I've got three three young kids, so they're keeping me busy. But, um, <laughs> Brilliant. I'm I'm fortunate enough to have a few bits and pieces gym gym equipment in the house. So um, when when I'm allowed, I, I get on the on on the running machine and do a little <laughs> bit. And and the 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 club sort of sent sent us out um, stuff to do, and we have heart rate monitors, so they they sort of um, that gets fed through back to the club. So they they constantly know what we're doing and. And yeah, trying to trying to just tick over really, and, and try and maintain the fitness and, until we until we're back in. Well, I uh, hope uh, everything gets back to normal, so you can get playing, you know, get back to playing football and uh, and give us all more entertainment because we're all missing the footy. Yeah. All of us are. Oh, we all are. Uh, honestly, I don't know what to do with myself anymore at the weekends. It's getting to a point where I'm like, you know, twiddling fingers. Um, but but really appreciate for coming on for Leicester Fan TV. Yeah, much appreciated. Absolute brilliant and pleasure no for having problem, you on. Um, is there anything else left to uh, to say before we wrap this up, Jamie? Just make sure you ask Danny Simpson to let him touch your winners medal, the winners medal one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just we'll give him a Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no, thank give you us, very much. Not a problem. It's much appreciated, Richard. Nice Thanks a lot, pal. Appreciate really it, appreciate it. Thank Take care. Much. Take care. Stay safe. See, see you later, pal. Bye bye. Hold on. Oh, that's it.
Well, there you go. Another good show, Chappie. Another good show. Fantastic show. Storming show. Yeah, on Leicester Fan TV, giving you the content. When we have no football, we're still trying to keep you guys entertained over on Leicester Fan TV. Uh, If you enjoyed the show, give us a like, share, follow us at Leicester Fan TV on socials as well. Um, This is out on YouTube, Instagram. It's out on Twitter as well. Give us a follow on all platforms and subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's growing. We're pushing to 5,000 now. Um, And... Jamie, what's next? What's next is Monday night we have, well, next week we have Monday night Dean Hammond, which is going to be good. Okay. And we've also got on Thursday night Paul Koncheski. Wow. Paul Koncheski. There's there's a name. Next week I think is going to be pretty good. It's going to be a cracking week of content for you guys. Make sure you hop into the channel when we go live on a Monday. We're going first. I think have we got we're doing something Saturday, aren't we? Because it's the May the second show. Oh yes, we're doing the yes. I forgot all about that because that's not my that's not my remit, is it? Old yeah. game players. Yeah, that's right. Because it's four years on from yes. winning the Premier yeah, League. Four years. It's gone so quick. So quick, Jamie. I still, I still have champions, champions. Still in my head all the time, all the time. Around this time of year, it's it's still unbelievable, isn't it? It's I know still that little bit of fairy tale. I can't believe it. You know, you see that video, don't you, of Ranieri? You know, right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Did and it then really when happen? he was out there, pinching. Did it really happen? Still pinching. No, it, it, we must be dreaming. Must be dreaming. But that's on. Uh, Saturday. I forgot about that, like I say. But yes, so come and join us on Saturday. And we'll, yeah. uh, I think that's it then, Lee, now. Yeah, that I, all think, done, I, I think we're going to wrap up, guys. Thanks for joining in and uh, enjoy. Stay stay safe, everyone, and we'll see you on the next show. Cheers. See you later, all. Adios. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.